Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Raise Your Bars podcast with myself, Al Rutan. I'm here with my good friend, Chris Baker. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing good, Al. Doing good. I'm like feeling positive, optimistic, upbeat, everything that we want to we want to feel in. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to do that, right? Sometimes we Absolutely. we sort of get dragged into a, in, into, into other people's uh, slumps. Yeah. yeah. But, no, it's, you uh, know what? Do you realize that tomorrow's December 1st? Like, okay, so folks, we're recording this on Thursday, November 30th, and it'll go out yeah. there on December 1st. But tomorrow's December 1st. Yeah. One, we're in the, we'll be entering the last month of 2023. And, uh, you know, Chris, you know, looking back on 2023, it's been a definitely an interesting year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously some challenging times in the economy and stuff like that for certain industries. But at the same time, I think it's been a year full of opportunities. And, you know, I don't think you and I have achieved all of the goals we set out to achieve in 2023, but that's okay because they're still out there and we're still working on them and we just have to readjust and, and keep moving forward. But at the same time, I think it's been a, it's been mm. a great year. It has. And, you know, we've, we've, we've said before, Al, that the, that the fulfillment and satisfaction is not in the destination it's in the journey mm-hmm. and i think we we've, we've had a, a tremendous journey this year you know and we've 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 tried a few different things we've but the the underlying core of what we believe in the vars system mm-hmm. is still there and and i think it's getting stronger you know and i, I think, think i think, I think we're um <clears throat> You know, we probably needed a little bit of adversity this year as well, because if things come to you too easily, then, you know, they're, they're not meaningful enough. Right. And exactly. I think we've, we've worked for it. We've worked through some things and we, um, you know, we're, we're building for next year. And, and I, I think every year is full of opportunities. It's just whether you choose to look for them or not. And, exactly. you know, do you see them because do you know what it is you truly want and what you're aiming for? And, and maybe at the beginning of the year we didn't necessarily know that hundred percent, but I think we do mm. now. Um, Absolutely. You know, I think we're clear on that, and I think therefore it's twenty twenty four is going to be a fantastic year. I really do. I I agree, and you know we've already solidified <laughs> one one uh, high ticket client for twenty twenty four that we're going to be working with. We've started a little bit of the groundwork now with their organization, and we're mm-hmm. really going to dive in starting in January. That just worked best for their schedule, and and honestly for ours as well. It's busy this time of the year, but I mean that's exciting, and just just even seeing the the little things that we've discovered so far, mm-hmm. uh, we know that we're going to be able to help them uh, really stretch themselves and grow their organization next year. And that's exciting. That's going to be exciting to be a part of. For sure. Um, you know, and and I think that there's there's many more of those those clients to come. Uh so folks, if you are a business owner and you're looking to grow, expand your business, if you're maybe fallen on some rough times, if maybe you've lost your passion for what you first started uh out with doing, you know, uh, you, you know, the passion you had when you started your business or you maybe plateaued, then reach out to us. Um, this isn't yeah. a sales podcast, but reach out to us and, and, and let's have a little discussion, uh, jump on a zoom call together and see if we can help you. Because, uh, I know yeah. that if you implement bars in your organization, you'll definitely see growth. I, yeah. I just know that. I and know you, that. you know, I'll, 
As I, as I sit here and we, uh, again, we we haven't scripted the start of this. We've got something we want to talk about. We haven't even got to it yet. And we're nope. it in <laughs> to the will. podcast. But, you know, I think about bars. And and again, if, you, if you're listening, you, you should know what bars is, but it's behaviors plus actions equals results and success. And I think we've... We've done that with the, the the business we're building, but I think oh, we've done that personally as well, you know, with our own careers and with our own lives, you know. And I, mm-hmm. I look back and it's interesting because as you go through, you think, oh, I haven't achieved this much, uh, this much this year. But then when you look at it and you're not looking at starting out a new venture in January, you know, you've you've been to to Paris IMC again and and um Romania. you know. Romania yeah you know I've done um been doing more teaching at Disney and and done more disc workshops and disc assessments this year than ever um two emerging leaders classes getting ready to launch uh, an executive leader class um as well as as teaching a a two two two-hour sessions on customer experience to company uh employees in Uruguay I know that's incredible. Speaking a foreign language to me, so look at those things, and you think, "Wow, we've we've done a lot, right? We've done a lot." Absolutely. You know, even even next week, right? I'm going. I have to go to Ontario for some board meetings, and while I'm there, a friend of mine referred me to a company and had a conversation with them, and they booked a half day uh, disc model of human behavior workshop with me. So. You know, so next week I'm there already and I'm going to go and spend half a day with them on mm-hmm. Friday and I'm looking forward to it and they're excited about it. And, you know, I've already shipped out all the all the supplies so I didn't have to carry it in my suitcase. And, <laughs> you know, like it's just but I mean, you got to be I guess the moral of the story here is you have to be open for you have to be open and ready when opportunity presents itself. And in this case. Chris was ready when Disney approached him and said, Hey, would you like to lead these emerging leader classes for us? Chris mm-hmm. is like, yeah, I'm good to go. Let's, let's go right. Review right. the curriculum and, and push forward and has had rave reviews from not only the participants, but the leaders of those participants yeah. about that program for me, you know, be ready, right. In season and out, be ready. Well, you know, Hey, Al, you're going to be in Ontario. Can you do a disc workshop for this company? Yeah. Let's have a conversation, send them a quote. They approve the quote, which means I probably quoted too low because uh, <laughs> they approved mm. pretty quick. But at the same time, we had a great conversation online and it's the be- beginning of a potential long-term relationship and more contracts exactly. with them down the road. I just need to go in there and do what I do. And I believe I do it well. I haven't had any complaints about them. I think I do it well, do the disc workshop well, and and there, there's possibility of future mm-hmm. business. So I think you just need to be ready when opportunity presents itself. And I think so many people get caught up in the drama and the, and the negativity that they aren't necessarily having that mindset of readiness when they are... Um, when an opportunity comes. What, what they're, they're doing, Al, is that they're, they're looking for the results and the success before they've done the behaviors and the actions. Yeah, right? that's really, And RSBA does not spell any word, right? So they, they, <laughs> you, you've got to do the behaviors and the actions and exactly. trust that if you do that and you do that well and you do that consistently day after day, the results and the success will come. come. I can't tell you yeah. when it will come. No. But it will come. And then if you continue to reinforce those behaviors and the actions, good behaviors and actions, and they become habits and they become contagious and you develop them, your results and your success will develop too. Mm-hmm. So so we are living examples of the bars method. 
Right? Exactly. And that's why we do this podcast. We do it for free. We do it to teach people. Hopefully you're listening and hopefully you're learning. And it brings us on to the topic we wanted to talk about today, right? Which um, we've probably got about 10 minutes left now, but yeah, it's really about employee engagement and trust and, and, <clears throat> and desire at work. Right. And I know you, you shared some uh, statistics with me earlier this week and uh, from uh, various, various uh, places, but Gallup was one of them. And I've used that yeah. before in employee engagement um, statistics. And one of those that really stood out was the first one that you shared. I know. And it, it blew my mind away, really, because it said only 23%, that's two, three, 23%, so just under a quarter of employees trust the leadership of their organization. Unbelievable. That's from Gallup organization. Yeah, Gallup yeah. poll. Uh, so what, why do you think that is? Wow. You know what? I just think it's because, uh, I think it's, honestly, I think it's because people don't stay true to their word or their values or don't, uh, you know, I, th I think leaders, leaders lose trust so easily by saying they'll do something and then not following through with it. Mm. By saying that they'll take care of something or disciplining that employee who's maybe a problem employee and not following through with it. Yeah. And eventually that erodes the trust of the people that are reporting to you. You need to be accountable to what you say. You need to have integrity in how you handle mm. situations and people and, and your commitments. And I think it comes down to, again, knowing what your values are, sticking to them right. and making sure you live them out in your daily walk. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, guess what? Your, your team is not going to trust you because yeah. they're going to come to you and ask you for, uh, ask you for a solution or, or ask you to communicate in a certain way or ask for some information. And if you don't do that, then that erodes the trust. And that's one mm -hmm. of the tools that we use with organizations is building their team charter really yeah. holds everybody, including the leadership team accountable to their actions and their words. Yeah, I, I think it's right. I think the, the, um, the the thing with leadership again is that that most leaders are pressured into focusing on the results right yeah. they're paid on the results bottom line bottom line bottom line you know and and the 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 simon sinek talks about this in the infinite game one of my favorite books where you know most companies play what they call a finite game they're looking at this quarter they're looking at this year Right. They're not looking at five years down the line, 10 years mm -hmm. down the line. And and what is the impact of, of what they do today? What impact is it going to have in that time? Right. They're just focused purely on the here and now. And I get it. I've come from a sales environment. You've come from a sales environment. But I switched that mentality a long time ago because the, the whole concept of, of delivering exceptional customer service to increase the your, your customers. Um, intent to return and their intent to recommend to make them lifelong raving fans right to really maximize the, the the value of that customer for life is is something that is is priceless absolutely you know but but unfortunately we're we as society as, as businesses we don't we don't target our people in that way we target them on the bottom line we're, we're short-sighted in a lot of ways. And I mm -hmm. just, you know, this brings up such a great thing is John Maxwell's law of addition. We just, we just, I'm doing a 21 laws mastermind group with a group of uh, business leaders right now. And we actually had a session this morning and we talked about the law of addition. And in that a lot, in that example is the, uh, the founder of um, Costco. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and John tells the story about how he did not believe 
this will rock some CEOs worlds. He, he did not believe that CEOs should make two or 300% more than the frontline workers do. Right. Um, and I know most CEOs out there would go, Whoa, well, wait a minute. I want my, you know, my seven figure salary and my, <laughs> my mm -hmm. bonuses and my stock options and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But when your frontline employees making $15 an hour, and you're making, you know, $50 million a year or yeah. more, yeah. there's a disparity there. And, and that, and I think that erodes trust, right? But he talks about how this guy had, you know, mostly folding tables in his office. He answered his own phone. He would go down to the lobby and get somebody, if somebody came to have a meeting with him, he visited every store every year and knew the staff and treated them well. And he fit, you know, Hey, if we treat our staff well and our customers well, profit will come that was his that was yeah. his thing when the stock market when the shareholders were pushing him to watch expenses he said no this is what we do if we take take care of our staff we take care of our customers yep. the profit will come yeah and I, I think it's one of the things that with within most organizations if we're we're honest about it is they don't really teach leadership skills no. Uh, they put people in what they call quote unquote leadership positions, but they're really putting them as managers because mm -hmm. they don't know how to lead people. They don't know how to communicate with people. They don't know how to connect with people. They're not taught um, empathy. Right. And, and, mm -hmm. the, you know, emotional intelligence and we, emotional we, we teach yeah. disc as well. The communication, mm -hmm. all of those, what, what people would call soft skills. I call people skills, right. They don't teach mm -hmm. that. No, and so but they're vitally important for the culture of your company. Well, they they are, you know, and and that, there's this the second uh, statistic that you shared from the Josh Bursin company says yes. that fewer than one in four companies, so twenty five percent again, right, are satisfied with their leadership teams. Eighty three percent, eighty three percent of neglected leadership development. That's staggering. Right. And only 25% believe their leadership development is delivering high value to the company. I mean, 75% of the companies that are doing some type of leadership development don't believe it's actually adding any value to the organization, which I would suggest then you're using, you're using the wrong people or the wrong program or the right. wrong curriculum. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and yeah. of those that are right. And then, you know, and 83% have neglected leadership development. Yeah. And it, it ties in with where there's that, that famous saying that people don't leave organizations, they leave bad leaders, right? And exactly. let me let me say here that I don't necessarily blame the leaders, right? Because they're put in that position. They're, they're those on the, the five levels of leadership. They're, they're level mm -hmm. one positional leaders, right? They're given right. that position. If nobody shows you and teaches you how to lead, you're just going to do what you do or what you see, right? Yep. And yeah. therefore, you're always going to stay at that level. So I don't blame them. If and and you know, I know and you know through working with with developing leaders and and teaching leaders, coaching, um, mentoring, and so on, you can teach leadership, right? Nobody, as John Maxwell says, nobody's born a leader, exactly. right? You teach yeah. that and and you show them how to do it. And it's not rocket science, really, isn't? But it does take but intentional action. Right. And, and it takes effort. those intentional behaviors. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, too, even though you may say like, OK, I can say I've been in leadership for 33 years. OK, well, good for you. But but. Are you continuing to grow yourself as a leader? Right. Because eventually your team is going to pass you if you don't. Right. Mm -hmm. In your in those soft skills. Yeah. Um, 
So you need to begin. And, and also, how are you going to pour into your team and develop and grow them if you're not developing and growing yourself? Yeah. So again, with 83% of whatever it was here, uh, 83% have neglected leadership development. That's mm -hmm. a sad statement right there, in my opinion. It is. And, and, it, and it's amazing. Again, Chris, you and I both run into this where we've talked to companies and it's like, nah, I don't need it. I don't want it. Uh, I'm fine. Okay. Right. right. Uh, well, that tells me a lot of, a lot about your organization. Yeah. Um, and you. <laughs> and, and you, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not saying, and folks, I'm not saying this because we're in the leadership development business and you have to do something with us. Do something yeah. with somebody even if it's watching some YouTube mm -hmm. videos, right? Do something to grow yourself as a leader so you can in right. turn pour into your team and help them grow and develop. Yeah. Because I will tell you that people, especially the younger people, they want it. Right. They want to grow. They want to learn. And if one thing is true, this employee engagement survey we just did with this with this company, Chris, and I, I'm going to share the results with you. Sorry, I've been waiting for them to all come in, but share the results with you, a lot of the people don't feel they're being utilized to mm -hmm. full potential. A right. lot of people would like, have, have, you know, said in this engagement survey, they, they would like to be developed. A yeah. lot of people in this engagement survey want consistent feedback from the, from the right. leadership team and they're not getting it. So yeah. I think all these things come into play. And if you're not doing it, you're doing a disservice to your team mm -hmm. and you're capping, like John talks about your leadership lid. Well, but you're capping your potential as an organization to grow right. beyond where you are now. Right. You may have a few good years. A lot of companies that we've dealt with and we've talked to have had some really good years through COVID. Uh -huh. You're in the hospitality industry. I'm sorry. No, it was a horrible couple of years. I know that. But if you were in retail selling, well, pretty much retail selling anything, because people were spending money on their homes, in their communities, they weren't traveling, all that disposable income went into stuff like that. You had good years. You could do no wrong. But guess what? 2023 is not a good year. 2024, according to all economic outlooks, is going to be at least the first half is going to be very, very tough for the retail right. landscape. So Again, you need to remove that cap off your organization. By now, you need to be pouring into your team and yourself to grow yourself so you can be the best, very best person, very best version of yourself you could be to mm -hmm. serve the customers that are walking through your door and close those sales. Right. And and not only not only um, keep hold of your customers, Al, but keep hold of your people. Exactly. You know, your, your, your top people, Right. And not they're not necessarily the top performers, but the top people in terms of potential and and um an ability to develop will leave if you don't develop them. Yeah. Right. Because somebody exactly. else will. And exactly. and therefore that's going to impact the 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 um sustained success of your of your company. Absolutely. Right. And and we, you know, we we uh part of our bars program as well. We talk about or use Jeff Henderson's what are you for? Right. And you know, what what does your company want to be known for? And what is it known for? Exactly. Right. And that could be with your customers, but also with your employees. Yeah. And these surveys that we're doing are showing that too, right? Because we do a customer survey and we do an employee survey. And mm -hmm. both of them are highlighting things that maybe the owners aren't aware of or they maybe ignore in some ways or, right or ignore it maybe they aren't aware of it we're right. just bringing light to situations that are yeah. that are potential issues within your organization yeah and i think chris i think just one more stat to cover tonight here and we'll and we'll wrap things up but i think it ties in perfectly with what you're saying is that 51 percent of 
currently employed workers around the world say they are watching for or actively seeking a new job. Absolutely. So that means folks, however many people are in your organization on your team right now, guess what? Mm -hmm. 51% of them are actively looking for another job. Yeah. And the 49% that aren't are probably ones that you would wish would go and get another job, right? If we're <laughs> exactly, honest about it, exactly, because yeah. your cream will leave and then you'll yeah. be left with more of the base, right? And that makes it even harder to do business and harder exactly. to attract high-performing employees because the, the culture within the organization will be dragged down. Whether you like it or not, it will be because the behaviors and actions are going to be lower than they should be. Therefore, the results and success will be. And exactly. not many people want to go and join a low-performing team. No, people want I to be on a bad team, culture. right? And just think, if you're thinking your bottom line and what's it going to cost me to train these people, what's it going to cost to replace them? Because if they say it's three times the wage, three plus times the wage of an employee to replace them, then the higher, the, you know, the searching, the, the interviewing process, the recruiting, the hiring, the training, the developing, getting them up to speed. So if you're paying somebody $50,000 a year, and you lose one person, that's a $150,000 cost yeah. to you to replace that person. So imagine if two or three of your people leave, you're, you're a 300,000, 450,000, right? Like there's, it's a huge expense that you don't necessarily see right away because it's, you know, obviously over time as you're training right. and investing these people, right. but lot productivity comes into play right? You know, customer service, you know, product knowledge, all these other things come into play. So and your reputation, you yeah. and your reputation, you're right. Your reputation as an employer, as an organization, as a company in town. So look at it this way, spend 25, 30, $40,000 training in, investing in, pouring into your organ, your team to develop and grow them or three times their wage to replace just right. one. Right. Yeah, but but yeah. sadly, sadly, that's the way the way most when when times get hard, the first thing that usually goes is training, mm -hmm. right? And it should mm -hmm. be the complete opposite. When times get hard, you should be spending more time and more money on training because you need to maximize every opportunity. Like, you know, <laughs> my podcast, maximize your potential, and yours lead from the driver's seat, and then mm -hmm. we got raise your bars. All of them tie in the same thing. You need exactly. to be doing the right thing day in day out consistently over time and you'll generate the results yeah. right so again th this is not a pitch to work with us we can only work with so many people to be honest with you and and we're we're picky about who we work with if we're honest um so you know but but look at your business look at yourself right if you're not a business owner if you if you're a leader a manager um an entrepreneur whatever um a parent a grandparent just look at what are you doing Right. And, and what do you do on a daily basis? And how does that come across to the people that that you associate with your family, your workers, your colleagues, your, your bosses? Right. Because that's that's the, the thing that they see. Right. People do what people see. Right. Not what people say. So people will emulate what you're doing. And are you doing the right thing? Are you doing the things that would generate the results, the good results, or are you doing things that would generate poor results or average results? And right. average is not a word we like to talk about, right? No. It's not a good place. Nobody to... wants to be average. No. So, so that's your that's your task for this week, folks, is look at yourself, right? Do mm -hmm. a deep dive into who are you, what do you do, how does that come across? And is that who you need to be to become the person you want to be? Absolutely. Right. And if not, be that person now 
and get a kickstart on the new year. Don't wait till January for a new year's resolution. Ooh. Start now. Do, do, right. do it now. Yeah, yep. do it now. Well, folks, hey, hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, RaiseYourBars.ca. If you go to that website, you can find our contact information there. We'd love to connect with you on social media. If you got some value from this podcast, please share it with your friends, family, coworkers. We would sincerely appreciate that. And if you have any feedback for us, then reach out. You can find us on Facebook or mm -hmm. at RaiseYourBars.ca. Thanks for tuning in. Have an amazing Absolutely. day. Bye, everyone.